Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering some fish slapping and flip-flopping with the Bachelorette's men. Ew! Big time cringe with Maddie Prue and Trizzy Trout. Yikes! And the breakup heard round the internet. Oh, and this is episode 226. Let's go! <laughs> what an intro, what an intro. But, you know, before we get into The Bachelorette this week, V, I need to know, I gotta know, how are you doing? What's been going on? I'm doing okay. Um, you know, for me, it's been, I feel like I'm getting busy again, but I, like last week, I just, I don't know. I had my book club with my girlies. We're still trying to decide what book we want to read next. Um, might be about a serial killer. Who's to say? We don't know. Um, very typical, like basic bitch kind of vibe for us. If we do pick a book about a serial killer, you know, there's so many memes about how like women listen to serial killer podcasts or watch serial killer like dramas to like relax and wind down and it's, <laughs> it's just i mean it's a thing um i went Fatality. and tried this brewery uh in that's more in the burbs um this past week that i've been wanting to try it's called tucker brewing it was pretty good um they already have right now things are things are going too fast like we still have summer left like it is summer fully but this brewery already had their Oktoberfest beers on tap and I went to the grocery store they already have their Halloween candy out wow. and it's stressing me out I'm if you're not scrapped. first you're worst I guess if you're not first you're last I guess but um as Ricky Bobby always said uh but and then we both had our friends uh zach sims shout out to sims mm. gala this weekend i mean i was just a, a proud attendee but you actually you know you were you were twerking yeah i was up there djing it was a really good time it was nice to dress to the nines everyone was looking mm -hmm. spectacular and i believe the event was a hit i mean it seemed it like was. it ran it ran off with uh, no issues at all and it was beautiful the food was amazing oh my god did you try that the food like, was very tasty did, i was very what was I that was pork like, I, Oh my the gosh. The pork was good. The veggies were good. I definitely like kind of like, you know, my eyes were bigger than my stomach kind of vibe. <laughs> I wish but mine were because I wanted to go up for seconds, but I saw no one did that. I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was trying to get everyone out, like out, like through the tables because I was like the last person to grab food. I was like, yeah, now table number eight. Now hurry up because I got to eat too, you know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it was it was a great time. The music was awesome. It was for a good cause um, for the Exceptional Foundation. Some really good speeches from everyone involved. And Zach Sims killed it, man. Like he's bringing his dream to reality and uh, um, you know, yeah. I know we're both proud of him. So um, I'm mm -hmm. going to give him an early shout out. Early shout out. Nice. Um, I also went to uh, an improv show on Friday night. Uh, it was really fun. It was it was this um, it's called the Tipsy Zone. I love going to it because like they it's like based around the Twilight Zone. But uh, like they so they dress up really nice, kind of like we did on Saturday night. Oh, but, fun. But they get drunk 
throughout the whole like improv so it's like and part of it is like giving each other drinks while they're improving so it's oh, like wow. two hours and by the end of the two hours they're like handing each other like full like vodka and rum like mixed drinks and stuff like that and they're just getting wasted and it's really funny so they're like really good at the beginning and then they're just really funny and sloppy at the end so um i recommend checking it out if you ever get a chance it's the tipsy zone here in atlanta and um yeah and i've just been actually getting a lot of auditions for acting and stuff different that's awesome different stuff for commercials another um uh, another like booster vaccine commercial came through and I was like, Oh, I've done this before. I could do this again, <laughs> but you wouldn't believe these auditions. Sometimes I really wonder like the people that get to like you submit to the casting directors and mm. they get to see like video after video. Like the one I did today was like, show us like, like two seconds of each of these feelings. So it's like my friend came over and did the audition with me and he's like, it's like happy, sad, angry and then you have to switch up your face like to all of them for like two seconds it's like kind of like how we do our uh yes our little yes exactly <laughs> like exactly how we do our youtube thumbnail pictures in the beginning of the show um so yeah that's exactly what it is it's really crazy but um i'm pretty proud of them because like i've now dedicated this little room that i never had a use for before into like a full-fledged like audition studio oh so, yeah that like little in-between area oh yeah so if you ever come over again um um, you know, when the pandemic ever ends, but, um, you know, there's like a nice backdrop. There's like a five point lighting system in there and stuff just ready to go. Anytime I have an audition, it looks so clean. Like I had this like, um, before and after pictures, like what I used to do it and like what they look like now. And it's completely crazy. And the cool part is like, I'm still just using my phone as a camera and it's like so clean, crispy. but it's the lighting. The lighting is everything. Sometimes lighting is everything. Yeah. So, um, if you guys are wondering how to get your quality up on your video, it's lighting um so yeah there's that um v <laughs> with all that being said why don't we uh get into what we do here because it's that time to talk about the bachelorette on our show <laughs> yes uh you know but before we get talking bachelorette youtube you know what i'm gonna need you to do i'm gonna need you to go ahead and subscribe smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new bachelorette content just like this and if you just did oh man i just gotta say to you yeah you huge shout out to you <laughs> horns for you oh man v what a week in bachelor bachelor nation bachelorette what do we where do we start where do you want to start we're gonna start we're on a we're on a boat as week we know. five week five week five we're on a boat we on and, a boat and our, the boat takes them from where they were in france to now bruges bruges i don't know how you say it i'm wrong um <laughs> belgium yeah and uh you know and before we even like get to get going on our dates, the girls are, you know, thinking they're doing some nice shots in some hammocks with some cups. They're, Yo, you did know, you notice like the music is so dramatic too in the beginning. It's like, like, I'm like, what's going on right now? It's just, and how you could tell how they set up these shots. I think because we've been watching this show for as long as we have, and like we watch it with the eye that we watch it with, mm. like just watching how you know that they have to be like, all right, could you sit in this hammock with your thing? Could you like stare out this window this way? Like, hang on, 
ah, the light, like, you know that they do, they're like, they're like, okay, like, they're just fil- running around, like, filming these things. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like the cutoff part of my auditions that, the, like, I never show the right. casting director, but it's me being like, this is dumb, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, right afterwards. But that's but, what they, that's what they do to help yep. set the scene. You got to, uh, B-roll. But, uh, but so, you know, they're all thinking about stuff, they're all feeling some kind of way, and now Logan starts the episode being all like, yo, I really gotta... I gotta lay shit on the line. Like I can't, I can't be, can't be going on. Cause they get the date card, mm-hmm. and he knows that he's on. They're doing a group date first for Rachel, and he knows that he's on the group date. And he's all like, "Yikes! I can't be going on this group date. Like I, my heart is with, my heart's with Gabs. I gotta, I gotta go talk to Rach." And so yeah, he I mean, uh, two things I want to say. First, I want to say I feel like. He did the best he pretty much could. Like, I think, like, that's that was the way to do it in the situation he was in in, in that exact moment. Two, Jesse Palmer knew this information for a little while. Like, yeah, <laughs> if you, if you, what do you think would have happened if uh, Taisha and, and Caitlin were the hosts of the show and he told them? Do you think they would have held that information for this long or? No! But they would have handled it differently, you think? No! They immediately went to Rachel being all like, girl, like, no. This, Jesse was all like, Jesse hasn't done a goddamn thing until this episode. And like, it's just, you could tell because he's just like, I'm floating around. I'm getting a free cruise. I'm having a good time. Like, whatever. So, I can't. So I get it. Yes. In the, in the grand scheme of things, I think Logan, you know, did the best he could. Do I like Logan as a person? No, I've always found him to be sus. Like, and also it's just like a tricky, sticky situation. He probably, I get that. I'm sure producers wouldn't let him talk to Gabby slash whatever earlier. There's a lot of factors that go in, but he goes and talks to Rachel and, you know, he leads with, I'm so honored you've been giving me these roses. And she's like, this is so great to hear. (laughs) (laughs) She had to have known something was up. Like He was like, ah. And then he was all like, other shoe. Bam. And he's like, but (laughs) I can't go on this date. And I, you know, I really have feelings for, he's like, I have feelings for Gabby and blah, blah, blah. And like, she even admitted that he was like the one guy from that's still there pretty much that they both had feelings for, like they both vibed with when back when they were a combined group of men. So, but she was definitely, she was in her, she's a water sign. She's a Pisces. She was in her feels. He leaves. She walks him to the door. She can't get over she's it. All, like, she's like, first of all, he like keeps like saying like, you know, I'm sorry. She's like, can you just stop? Like, I, I get it. I'm not trying to be mean, but get the fuck out of here. Like, Literally. <laughs> no, I get it. I get that too. Because if I were in her position, I'd be all like, yeah, I get, I've heard what I needed to hear. I, cause then she has to go back and like figure out how she's going to handle this and whatever. And, you know, talk yeah, to Gabby. But I still think this is like Rachel in her like, like power position you know she feels like she, like she's like i'm supposed to have seven men now i have six men like you know it's like well yeah on. which and it's definitely interesting because yeah they typically would have way more dudes both of them i think before like at this point in the journey because they're two weeks out from hometowns and usually that those kind of get cut down a little bit more but 
I think, yeah, I think she is definitely. I think the format, it, though, is working for the format that it is. Like, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I think it definitely is working for like what they got going on and how they're splitting the dudes up and everything. But she's so upset and like changes out of, I'm guessing, the outfit she was going to be wearing for this group date or whatever to her robe <laughs> and is so sad. And like the dudes are out and about. Just hanging. Doing, doing laps, loser laps around like, Belgium. Literally doing their loser laps because <laughs> like they're doing their loser laps around just waiting. You could tell maybe they were supposed to do some chocolate wrestling because they they go and see some dudes wrestling in chocolate. But uh, yeah, they're just walking around and Jesse goes and talks to Rachel. And I just I can't take anything Jesse is saying seriously because he he been new. He been new about yeah, Logan. just like. So how do you how does how does this make you feel? I'm like, <laughs> what bro, are you thinking? And then also, like, you know, he is trying to I give don't know, advice. No, I like Jesse. I can't help it. Like, I like, I like Jesse. I don't think he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's just kind of an idiot. Like, he's just kind of like out here like, hey. I, I mean, I'm, you I'm, can't really get involved. Like, you know, like, it's right. just, you just, he's you got to step in when you have his to. bag. Yeah. He's just a strong shoulder to cry on. He's giving baseless advice because he didn't find his wife on this show. And he's saying stuff about, you know, finding your spouse and whatever. He's like, and, yeah, you just got to go through this. And in a couple of years with your like little fame that you've gotten, you'll find someone that, you know, is perfect for you. <laughs> you know, nope. once you're far removed from the show, just you got to go on your own path. Your path's going to be different than mine. Um, but yeah, so she's all like, I just don't think I'm living up to be the best bachelor I can be. And he's like, dude, this, there's no way to be. There's no winning. There's yeah. no winning, which that is the one good piece of, he's like, there's no good way to do this. There's no winning here. He's like, I wish I could give you advice, but. There's just my handbook is different than your handbook. <laughs> and also like and also like there's no really good way like Yeah, there's the no way is... to be a perfect bachelorette. Like, right. you know, so she's just all up in her head and yeah, I get it. Like you're feeling insecure. Like rejection after rejection, but it is interesting. Like you don't really see this much rejection from a lead. Really. Yeah. Like, you know, the most rejection most people get is like towards the end when you like someone you actually want rejects you, but then you're still like right now she, but it is what it is. Like, at least he's being honest. And, and when was he supposed to tell her? Like, you know, like he did everything obviously the right way. I mean, he did the best he could and I'm sure, you know, things were drawn out the way they were Yeah. to add to. So she, she ends up not going on this date. Um, at the day day portion. Day, like day. Jesse has to go intercept these dudes who have just been wandering around. Yeah, Belgium. the guys are all confused. Like they don't know what's going on, but they're like, damn it. Like, you know, not I, just, again. <laughs> I, I, I missed another opportunity to have wonderful memories with my, my future, possible future wife and some of her possible future husbands. Um, but yeah, so they end up go- meeting up. She's like, but she's going to meet you at the night portion. Um, and you guys can like talk to her then. And the guys make her feel really good there. Like, you know, off the bat, yeah. just like, we're and, here for you and all this stuff. So, and they're all noticing that Logan's not around and they're all, they, they were at first like, where the heck is Logan? She talks to them saying how, you know, Logan 
came to her earlier and he isn't going to be continued. I mean, how did no one like pick up on this guy's attitude like for the past couple episodes? He's like, I know, like they keep speeches? showing bits and pieces of him being all like, I've got a lot of things on my mind. Like, like they had to have known. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm like, so why wet. are you saying this in front of these guys? And like, the, no one, none of the guys are picking up on it. Like, he's all like, I mean, yeah, like, I, know- I got... I got like a lot of things on my mind and uh, they're like, what? No, they're just like, whatever, dude. Um, so, yeah, anyways, they, you know, the one guy that's kind of seems like he, you know, he's getting a little uh, ahead of himself. Tino here has Tino. something to say. What is what is he trying to do here? Establish Tino? dominance. Yeah, Tino is definitely like, I feel like Tino's feeling his insecurity. He, I don't know. He, I feel like he's feeling his insecurities because he's all like, yo, like I laid it on the line to her last week and our 101, our 101 was so good. I said, I want kids. She wants kids. Like, I think he kind of thinks it's like, it's a done deal. Like, yeah, I think he's getting cocky. Yeah. So and he's all like, you know, I, I, what kind of rubbed me the wrong way is that you didn't tell me that you were feeling this way. Like, I wish you would. It's like, dude, shut up. He's so like, lucky it worked out that she like really likes him and shit. I know. Well, in, like my thing is, yeah, I mean, I think he wants to get that preferential treatment so far and he's he not. Did. And and like, yeah. And I mean, and then Zach, I feel like is starting to also come up and be a little insecure. Her time with Zach during the little cocktail portion, I could tell she was a little tipsy tip. She was deaf feeling it. She was like feeling up his face and like whatever. Like she definitely he's like. Because he doesn't, because Tino ends up getting the group date rose. Zach gets a little sad that he didn't get the group date rose because he's like, yo, is my place with her slipping? Is she like, definitely? Like, she's, I mean, how could you not be insecure and sad when, you know, you know, Tino is kind of like, he's good looking, he's confident, and there's obviously like visual chemistry between them, you know? And he's getting the roses now. Like, it's it, he's not only just came off a one-on-one date, but now he's getting the group date rose. So two right. weeks in a row, he's got a rose before, right. you know, so this is just like classic, you know, the lead already knows who they want at the beginning of their journey. So I mean, to me, yeah, she's been liking <clears throat> Tino from the jump to me. That's why it makes it even worse when she gets all like crying about these guys leaving her. It's like, dude, you just, what do you, what do you want? You just want a bunch of guys like, like throwing themselves at you when you already know who you're going to pick at the end of this. Like, give me a break. But you know, that's just my prediction. Uh, let's move to Gabby. What's going yeah. on with Gabby? So before we even get to Gabby's group date, cause she has the next group date, Logan goes and talks to her and, you know, tells his feelings whatever and she pretty much lays it down like being all like okay like i she also was like i get it we both had vibes for you but like you know i was having stronger vibes for other people and i was also letting rachel like feel out her feelings for you yeah i mean gabby's just like the good like the more confident and good friend i feel like that's like you know what and and this is what i'm saying about gabby it's like yeah she got in her feelings about being the best bachelorette a couple episodes ago but like you know, she's the one that's like, if you if you say you like him and you're confident about it, like, I'm going to let you have it. I got all these other guys here, so I'm right. like going to be fine with it. But, you know, she, so she's like, you know, I got to go talk to Rachel. So she goes and has a conversation with Rachel. Rachel's doing her best to be like, like good about it, but she's obviously not. She's like, I hope Gabby sees through this shit and sends him home. But they have a good conversation, I guess, right? 
Yeah, and I mean, I think they come to good terms of like, you know, Rachel wants Gabby not to worry about her and wants her to still live out her own journey. And Have you uh, ever had that conversation with a girlfriend? Like where either you or her were like, this guy is like feeling me. I know you had a thing with them. Um, I like not me really directly, but like I had in high school, I had one of my best friends, the dude that she dated for a little bit, um, her friend like ended up dating her, dating him after. And so like they had to have that conversation. And and I think it also, it, it a lot of times it like is due to like, okay, I mean, plus like high school, we were teenagers. Yeah. But like, but like on top how- of like in like actual girl code, like is there, do you, do you, is the conversation all right to have or should you just stay away from like your I friends? I mean, guys? I think the conversation is all right to have, like depending on the context, like in the, my friend's situation, like she dated this dude for like a very, very short period of time. And like, or her friend that ended up dating him for longer had known him for longer. They had like kind of had interactions. They were both feeling it like it, it all worked out in the best way. But I think in general, in girl code, most women, if they know their friend is into somebody, they usually aren't even going to touch it. Like they, they're just going to be like, all right, like that's, that's like your, that's your thing. And then if it becomes an issue, you know, down the road, that's when it gets brought up. But I feel like I've never, it's also like, I've never super, I mean, I luckily don't have like the same type as some of my friends. So, uh, it's never been that big of an issue, but usually it's never like, we're like being all like, well, ain't Cal dibs or like whatever. It's like very much so like you've been into him. I'm not going to step on your toes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, have you been seeing those like videos going around like on like Instagram and TikTok? That's like, would you snitch on your homies or cheat on your girlfriend? They're like with their girlfriend and stuff. Have you seen those? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, and most of the guys are like, I'm sorry, girl. Like, I'm not going to snitch on the homies. <laughs> it's like, whoa, dude, this is wild. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess that's a hard question for these uh, youngins these days. Um, but yeah, so Gabby's like, all right, you know, um, Logan comes uh, you know, we don't really so know where Logan's group, at. She has her group date first, the day portion. Yeah. And they're they're having a great day. I don't know what the fuck they put Gabby in, though. Her outfit was ridiculous. But they're having a great day. They're playing soccer with some random kids. I don't know how they got to manhandle these random kids, though. That felt a little off to me. And then they go to a, a Belgian waffle bar and they're like, you know, put in some whipped cream in their mouth. They're playing this fish, fish slapping game with the locals. Uh, and they're, they're having some beers. They're having a great time, having a great time. And then it comes to the cocktail portion and who shows up with his little mock neck and his little chain, but Logan. Logan rolls up as everybody, they did the best typical Bachelor Nation foreshadowing. They did the whole like, yeah, this group of guys, we all like really respect each other. We all feel super comfortable. Like we all feel like we've got a good vibe. And then Logan. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Um, (laughs) It was so, it was so Bachelor. Um, You know, I think, uh, shoot, man, I kind of feel for Logan though. Like, 
there's no winning in this situation. And I also no, feel and for he the, know, and he knows it though. Yeah, he yeah. knows there's no winning. I feel like Gabby didn't handle it well that well. And I know she she's just in. like Logan's here. <laughs> yeah, she was like, all right, so cheers to a wonderful day. I'm and like, everyone's all like, the fuck? Like, no, you're not even- <laughs> I mean, and they still have to like fake it, and they're like, you know, I just want to let you know what this weird shit happening over here. I'm still here for you. Like, are we good? Um, you know, no one really had a bad reaction to it. Like sometimes like insecure people will have like the, that are like falling behind, like the ones that went like end up going home, like where it seemed like they had the most, they were the most, they were the most insecure about it because they're all like, well, I don't even know where I stand exactly with her. So, I mean, you know, he has a leg up. You just, you just know. And you know, he's a good looking guy. Like it's just more competition, um, for these fellas. So, uh, yeah, I mean. He gets a kiss with her. He's feeling on top of the world. Um, you know, we got Nate uh, kind of solidifying his place there and feeling, you know, good stuff. Have you been hearing about Nate? I have been hearing Let's about Nate. Let's talk about Nate. that a little bit later. But um, yeah. Nate ends up getting the group date rose. Um, and, you know, it's pretty good for him. He's got a, like a, you know, one-on-one date rose. He's definitely like, he seems like the front runner for for gabs right now like they seem very 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 into each other she like has a different demeanor with him i think as opposed to like some of the other guys when we see them on group dates and they definitely i mean he obviously knows how to make like a woman feel comfortable in a moment i guess but yeah and she gave him chocolate for his daughter too. yeah yeah that's true um but i don't know i don't see it going all the way to be honest i mean well yeah but I don't know. it'll be uh, something we talk about here in a second. But um, all right. So we get uh, Gabby's one on one, right? No, we get Rachel's one on one. Oh, we get Rachel's one on one. Rachel's one on one. Just overall lovey dovey romantic. It's very romantic. It's her and Avon. He's a he's a very pretty dude. They it's almost of- like the, you, in the scenes right here. Like you, it doesn't seem like she's going through anything else that she's gone through in this show in this like actual one on one date, which I guess is a good thing. But yeah. you know, she just like is on top of the world, like living in a Disney dream. I know they're in a horse and carriage. They're making out against like you know brick walls. He actually it's- looks like 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 a prince in like a Disney movie or something. He does. Like that. He does. He yeah. looks. He's got. He's just a clean cut dude. He looks nice. Yeah, like they're- a Bridgerton. Mofo yes, or something. Bridgerton vibes for sure. Yeah, and you know they they do this weird veil thing with some locals. I don't know. They kiss. They all they do is they kiss a bunch. They get to the dinner portion. He gets vulnerable about his like relationship, like how you know he didn't really have a relationship with his mom, and then he did later, and all this different stuff. And it's it was a pretty run of the mill good date like nothing stood out like i feel like i still barely know a lot about avon's personality he seems like a super nice run-of-the-mill yeah, i didn't dude. notice that everything you were saying was too perfect though you know like you just like yeah. i just want to say that today was such a beautiful day and i enjoy every single moment you think I he over enunciates no i'm just, just saying <laughs> that's like the way he was talking like that's how like you know the things he was saying it just didn't feel like I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I would just say it a different way. Be like, yo, girl, like, you know, I, I talk kind of like. Uh, <laughs> yo, girl. Hey, hey, ma. <laughs> <laughs> I talk, I kind of talk like, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Maddie's fiance. Oh, what's up. his name? You- Trizzy Trout. <laughs> Grant Trout. Grant, Grant Trout. He's like, yo, ma, let's, you know. No, stop. That's not, you don't want to be, you don't want to talk like it. Anyways. Uh, 
Um, oh yeah, so that was great. Then we get Gabby's one-on-one date with Johnny, um, which Johnny's another wild card to me because yeah. he's you know I got- I was I was like I today was like a jam-packed day and it still is. Like after this, I got like more things to do. So literally been doing things back to back to back today. So I watched this episode while shaving this morning because I had to do that audition and. Um, so I didn't get to watch a lot of it. So I was listening to most of the show and stuff, but this part sounded kind of like wild. Like yeah. I didn't even see what was going on. I'm like, dude, is he going like crazy right now? What's going on? What so, explain what was happening? So yeah, they, they went to this brewery beer farm situation mm-hmm. and first of all, this know, guy absolutely loves beer. Apparently it like, she calls him a macho man, which looking at him, he doesn't look very macho, but he looks like somebody who, you know, to buys into fragile masculinity. Mm. Um, but you know, the, but the part of this whole thing is this weird beer themed spa aspect where like they're hitting each other with the, with like, I don't know, maybe their hops or like whatever, like the palms. And then they're doing this weird like mud scrub massage situation. And then they were in this beer filled supposedly tub, which that is just like a yeast infection UTI waiting to happen. Seems like a bad choice. Yeah. I personally wouldn't be sitting in a bath of beer. Yeah. But I mean, I guess this is the links that go for love. Couldn't mm-hmm. be me. Um, but maybe that's why I'm single because I'm not bathing in beer. Who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? Um, but it was a really, she, he finally like shows a little bit of personality, shows his goofy side, which we all know is a big, 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 big priority for Gabby. Um, and so like they're just having a good time like hitting each other with these palms and doing funny shit and then they go to their dinner portion and you know she talks to him about how he feels like he's had some walls up or like whatever she's like i feel like you've been a tough nut to crack kind of deal and he's he talks about like his depression and things like that which honestly this girl gabby loves herself a little bit of a trauma bond she loves a man that is all she's like oh you're damaged like me like like let's talk about it because like she kind of brings up how like her depression and stuff gives her herself a sense of humor and like whatever and like they they bond over the fact that they're both mentally ill which i'm like same but like that you're just having a three-way like through the tv experience (laughs) um interesting uh yeah yeah i mean I mean, Johnny needed this, though, because he like, needed this date big time. They, he definitely like showed his personality because sometimes and- I feel like when it comes to the one on one dates, like, I mean, those are those are make or break times. So it's like yeah. maybe she wasn't really like it didn't seem like that with Rachel's one on one this week. But with Gabby's one on one, it could have very possibly been like his last night, right. you know, because I haven't seen much room, um, you know, in this in the show. But. He does have nice long hair, I guess. <clears throat> I guess. Um, so yeah, they he gets he a rose. Both one-on-one dates end with roses. Um, far from the beginning one-on-one dates where people were getting sent home. So um, all good for those guys. And we move into our rose ceremony. Right. What's going on here? I mean, the rose ceremony with the cocktail party... In general, it goes like any other cocktail party. The girls are spending a lot of time with different people. Like, I feel like, you know, uh, some of these guys on Rachel's side, Ethan and whoever, are starting to try to make themselves known. Um, People are kissing up on people. 
the guys on Gabby's side are freaking out about Logan still. They're still in their feelings about the fact that he's there and they're like, there's no way, there's no way she's going to pick him over somebody who's already been here. They keep like mentioning like, we've been here for weeks for her, like, and now he's all of a sudden going to come over, like blah, blah, blah. They're scressed. The ones that don't have roses and especially the ones that we barely know anything about. Well, I mean, think about it. You make it past this one week, like the dude's kind of has an upper leg, like, because... He did like some hard shit to get to this side. That means like you liked her. You liked her so much that you were willing to. You were risk, willing to risk it. Risk, risk it, it all. all. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, yeah, it was a make or break. It was very. It would be very naive for these guys to think that he was gonna go home. Like, eh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I just you know, especially with just still people like you said earlier that had didn't know where they stood with her still you know so um yeah he got slapped in a face with the fish because he didn't go on the group date and he felt like he still deserved to be punished like that so he loses the rock paper scissors or skizzers that the guy said and uh gets slapped in the face with fish and then makes out with her smelling like fish true love yeah uh yikes but Anyways, um, so we get to um, the actual roses. The roses, and you know who gets sent home. So Rachel um, still has to send guys home. Yeah, Rachel only sent home one person. Okay, and she sent home Meatball, which sad to see him go. He was a nice guy. I liked Meatball. Yeah, but but you know. I mean. He was on the chopping block and somehow, you know, and Ethan edged him out because Ethan actually showed a little bit more of his personality and why he was there and whatever this week. And I think Meatball just, you know, he didn't have anything else to run on. Um, And then on Gabby's side, Mario, who was her first impression, Rose, gets sent home. That blew my mind. And then so did Michael, who we barely have heard from this entire season. Yeah, so that, that was a, his face I knew he in. was going home, but yeah. it was really between Mario and Logan. And Logan got to stay on her side. Yeah, I mean, I just never saw it with Mario. I mean, nice enough guy, weird kisser, um, and showed not really much, you know. And he was talking a little bit of shit a couple episodes ago, right? Kinda. I don't remember. Or he was, like, not talking shit. He was going... At Rachel. I think that's probably where he kind of oh, lost Oh, I mean, it. that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, before they split into their two sides, uh, he he tried for Rachel, too. And, you know, he got to stay with Gabby. And I think that's because she, you know, had given him the first impression rose and then decided to keep him on her side. Yeah. But, um. So, yeah, uh, this is where we call Well, this is what we call trimming the fat. You know, now we're down to actual meat and potatoes here. Like, it seems like all these guys are meant to be here right now. Um, so we got some front runners and, um, I think, uh, yeah, um, you know, it's going to be very interesting in coming weeks to see how these guys end up competing. I mean, it seems like, I guess you said we're two weeks away from hometowns. Right. Do you think they're going to break those into separate episodes? Um, I don't know. Like a Gabby episode hometown and potentially, potentially it's a lot of men meeting parents. So so many men yeah it's like like you know six people having to meet them or six parents that you have to meet um if that's the way they end up doing it maybe they do two hometowns each or i don't know usually it's like four 
Four, yeah, interesting. Um, well, uh, V, uh, that's and I didn't get to check out what the scenes from next week were. Did we get any like shocking moments? And what was like the post-credit scene? It looks like it looks like for in that they kind of showed more of like incoming weeks because I think we're like a little bit past the midway point now. Um, is they they're showing you know a lot of there looks like to be a lot of tears. It looks like Tino's gonna do something. That's going to upset Rachel. So maybe he doesn't end up being the end all be all. Well, dude, I totally that I totally see that. Like, that's just what I said earlier. Tino is yeah. getting cocky. He's kind of becoming like when you become like the boyfriend that's too jealous and like controlling too early on. Like, it's like and right. he's getting jealous. Like, yeah, it's like I see that totally happening. What else? Um, I'm trying to think. It looks like Logan's going to like mess up again like i don't know how you mess up more but i i guess he, there's gonna be more with him that's it looks like they're gonna be mad and that there's gonna be some issues happening there and but just like so many tears from both of the girls and it looks like a lot of like them walking away from people on dates so i don't know i have i have no idea you know how it's gonna pan out especially for if, if yeah, you know, I mean, these guys have been holding it together, but I feel like their real personalities are going to come through here in the next couple of weeks. Well, know? especially Eric with an H is still sus to me, and I feel like he's something with him is really going to come through in these next couple of weeks. Is he the one that went on a date last week? He, he's the one with the mullet. Oh, yeah, him too. Yeah, all of them, man, all of them. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to see um, what was the post credit scene. I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't see it. Anyways, what else is going on? And you want to talk about Nate? Let's talk a little bit about Nate. So more has been coming out. We we brought up the whole like the girlfriend of his that didn't know about him having a kid and they dated for a year and, we and a half. We gave him the benefit and, of the doubt because like these TikTokers be doing things for like clout. And we gave, yeah, we gave him the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, also like maybe she was just like, you know, just like a hookup buddy. Maybe yeah. she wasn't like a full girlfriend girlfriend, well, you know? reality Steve went and did some thorough investigation. And it looks like she was a girlfriend girlfriend. It looks like he also had another girlfriend that maybe was a less serious. So maybe this Kelsey girl, the main one, was more of a main chick. And then there's another girl who I guess was potentially sort of more of the side chick. Yeah. They found out about each other. Well, like the one didn't even like know about this other girl or the kid. The mm -hmm. other girl ended up knowing that he was actually previously married and still going through a divorce probably when this girl started dating him and stuff. So Gabby doesn't know. Does Gabby know that he's been even married before? I don't think so. I don't think I so mean, at this point. Yikes. So these Not are all that we things. know. So, yeah. And it's all confirmed with receipts and screen grabs and the girls talking to each other and talking yeah. to Reality Steve, talking Reality Steve, talking to their dads. Dads. It's all confirmed. It's Jesus. all confirmed um, with pictures and, and text and everything. So it's not looking good for Nate. He's looking like he's uh, he's an F-boy. You know, we hate to see it. Yeah. I mean, it was like we we're all rooting for him so hard. We were rooting for you, Nate. D dude, he does it to all of us. He did it to them. What is he with did these Nates us. ending up being kind of fuckboys, actually, in the end? I mean, he literally and the other Nate, they got like the same kind of swag anyways, too. Yeah, so. they, they kind of do. Yeah. Anyways. Um, what else we got? <clears throat> so Tyler Cameron, 
after we literally reported this two weeks ago that he's with this model, Paige Lorenz. He just was on uh, E News like the other day, and they asked about her, and he's all like, "Eh, we're not dating anymore." He's like, "We had to take a step back. Like, we're both like too busy with our career, whatever." Blah 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 blah. And then he's been posting some thirst traps. So I was like, Tyler, like you are. Yo, that means that he got broken up with. Probably. <laughs> Why do you think he got broken up with? I'm sure she probably was like, yo, this is like what I want. This is whatever. And like, maybe he was like, nah, I can't do that. And or like, what if it was the opposite audience. way around? Like maybe she, you know, she's like used to models and all this stuff. I don't know if Tyler's used to the model game yet. You know, he was with Gigi Hadid. Yeah, was. What happened with and that? And with Stasi, what's her fetch? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But what's going on here? What's going on here? Is he the one breaking up with? I, I really don't see him breaking up with these girls. I don't know. No, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they could blame schedule conflicts and stuff like that. But I feel like homie is he's a Florida boy at heart. And I just think, you know, I'm sure some girls see some things and then they're like, maybe never mind. Yeah. Like you you're a little too comfortable in Jupiter, Florida. And that is a turnoff to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. That's kind of what I was getting at. Um, well, I'm sure he'll find someone. He just maybe needs to stay out of like dating models. Why don't you find a nice regular find a girl? Find a nice girl at your local <laughs> Jupiter, Florida beach bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or supermarket. Um <laughs> You know, uh, so what else we got going on? So the biggest, one of the biggest news coming out of Bachelor Nation is Maddie Prue and her fiance putting this Amazon live. Oh my God. It was so cringy. Um, in front of the show, compadre Kelly Johns did a great little parody of it. That's literally it almost word for word. Um, but it's definitely, it was super cringy. They're talking about their engagement. They're talking about their whirlwind romance. And this man, first of all, he's like the whitest white boy. He's like a minister for like athletes and things like he, his it, dad he, is like a billionaire. I guess like they made like the, like, uh, uh, what? I just can't. No, I just like can't. he like made like a league or something like that. One of the biggest basketball leagues. And that's like, you know, he got, I don't know, man, but like Maddie is So just that's a, why he talks with a black scent because I, he's probably been around some black athletes that, you know, his father probably exploits. To me, it's like very interesting when you're like so Christian about God, but like you're like listening to so much Drake and he's just like, you know, Drake is <laughs> like pretty toxic, like sometimes with what he's saying and stuff. Like, it's just well, it's, strange. I mean, I'm not trying to like shame people that love God and also love Drake, but it just seems like <laughs> ironic. I don't know. It's just funny because my thing is like her. So like Maddie and part of it says like how she's looking for somebody with that swag, somebody that would be willing she to goes listen from, to like, listening to Drake Justin, and Justin Bieber, Bieber and Drake. And I'm like, that's swag. I can't. I can't. That's soft boy swag. That's what that is. But like, it, it, I just I love I, I love them both. Actually, I got soft boy swag then. But the thing is, it's like I'm I not mean, gonna marry somebody too. based off of this one. This being a factor, like you know, what I'm saying like no. And they like so they got engaged after eight months, and they're you know talk and they talked about their whole purity bit, how they're you know not having sex until marriage and they're like, so we're trying to see how quickly we could wrap this engagement up. And I was like, this is where I'm like at this point, the whole purity culture is so fucked. But it was you, just like expound on that a little bit. 
like purity culture in general, like if like the whole idea around purity culture and like, and it's not like he's a virgin, right? No, I, I don't know. I mean, they're waiting until marriage. So who's to, have to say sex, like she's a virgin, but like he might not be a virgin. So he's like, of course no he idea. wants to get married and you know, right away. Yeah. And stuff. So I have no idea. I mean, but they're saying they're, they've both been keeping it pure. Which I'm all like, how does, you know, it just, at this point, if you're then rushing just to get married to be able to have sex, like, my thing is all like, why, like, what's even pure or impure at that point? Because, like, if you're going to go based on this whole idea of, like, purity culture, like, keeping yourself, you know, untouched by another until you're married, then I'm like, aren't these impure thoughts to be, like, trying to rush this along when you could just be having sex because it's a natural thing to want and a natural part of, like, a human experience and that should actually, that can be a, de- you know, ter- determinant of, like, a healthy relationship. Like, you know, it's all totally. really... That's like getting married before you've lived with each other. Right. Like, you know, I, I honestly, I think you gotta, you gotta like live with each other for a little while to even know if this is going to be like a, a situation we can handle forever. Like maybe you just leave it in God's hands. That's what they believe it. This is like God's plan. I mean, stuff. it's God's plan, Drake. Yeah. It always <laughs> goes back to Drake. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty cringy, but hilarious. And, you know, I don't want to shit on their happiness. They seem pretty happy. No, I mean, if if it works for them, it works for them. But to me, the whole, like, idea of having to rush these things just to be on the schedule to have sex doesn't seem like a healthy basis of a relationship. Yeah, and I'm sure it's like, like, what are your parents that are, like, so religious thinking about you saying this? Like, you know? I yeah. don't know. Maybe they're mm. just like happy they made it this long without their daughter having sex. So you're just oh like, God, made it a couple decades. Let's go. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else happening? Really? I that- think that's the main stuff. There's like some shady stuff, I guess, around when the uh, the family feud of Bachelor Nation folks was airing because it seemed like Becca Kufrin might have made some sort of comment about maybe Nate and one of the comments, and but nothing is like super confirmed it seems like i didn't really know what that was going on but it was just awkward that everyone's promoting it and it just seemed like very sad for for michelle for michelle yeah you know i don't know i I, honestly it's weird that she's the host of this podcast because like becca doesn't even let her really talk it doesn't even seem like she wants to talk that much it's just like sad it's it's all around interesting but um all right that's what we got for bachelor nation what do you guys think do you think uh you know logan is gonna is a good match for gabby let us know in the comments do you think you know um do you think maddie prue and her fiance are gonna last forever did you cringe watching it um you know let us know in the comments these are all things we want to know would you date tyler cameron um i would i I, I did not ask you veronica (laughs) if you want to answer it leave it in the comments v um so yeah week five of the bachelorette we'll see you next week with week six why don't we get into stuff we like to call i don't know quick hits what do we got v well as i'm giggling we're actually going to start with a sad one olivia newton john uh died this week at age 73 um sad sad stuff i know she had had different bouts of cancer throughout her life she had breast cancer in the early 90s and in 2017 and then i guess she had some cancer that was at the base of her spine 
that she started getting treatment for back in 2018. So I don't know. I don't really think it's, it might be kind of like all related to that, but you know, just, sad, yeah. sad, it's, sad It's stuff. really sad. I mean, you know, I, I you love Greece. I love Greece. I just went to go watch it in the park like two weeks ago, dressed right. up like Danny and, and Sandy. And, um, you know, a couple of years back, actually, uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton, John met up, and did like you know a little grease tour and stuff so that was cool um and low-key her song from the movie grease hopelessly devoted is like probably low-key one of my like favorite songs from that from that movie so wow uh, yeah i mean she's she was beautiful in that movie um she had such a beautiful voice and um it's just really sad you know for a, a fan of her and um and of you know the some of the stuff she did so uh yeah uh rest in peace what else we got yeah we're both we're both getting the thunder yeah i mean um, hopefully we don't get cut off here so let's yeah, wrap geez. this up chrissy Teigen is or Teigen, i guess is technically how you're supposed to pronounce her last name mm. is pregnant um expecting her third child with you know her husband john legend after two years you know two years ago she had a stillbirth um so definitely exciting things to see that she's, you know, successful with her IVF and that she's expecting um, another baby. So congrats to them. What else we got? Um, Serena Williams announced in her spread in her newest interview with Vogue that she is looking at retirement from tennis um, which is a bummer because she truly is the greatest of all time. Um, one of the best athletes in the world. Um, but I think, you know, it's exciting to see where she's building up. She's doing like some uh, venture capitalist kind of stuff, or she's building up different organizations and she wants to continue to build her family and she's 41 now. Um, so, you know, something's got to give. So I wish her the best as she's ending her sports career, but continues with the, the rest of, you know, her happy and successful life. Yeah, totally. I mean, she's put in her time. She's a legend in the game. She's got a movie made about her now with Will Smith that got an Oscar. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the slap, man. Uh, what else Anyways. we got? <laughs> Uh, Demi Lovato uh, has explained recently that she also goes by she, her pronouns and not just they, them. And, you know, it's all about her gender fluidity and how she feels like lately she's been a little bit more feminine, which is why she's been tapping more into those pronouns and things like that. And I definitely feel like, you know, some people have been taking this not the best just because of the nature of how Demi has promoted her different, you know, her different journeys throughout her sexual identity identity and like gender identity and things like that and I definitely think um it makes it a little a little dicey for other people who are going through like you know understanding gender and sex and like maybe being non-binary or maybe feeling this kind of way or like whatever and I think it's it's just been a little tough you know when it, it is something so confusing and then to have to see somebody you know go through it the way that I feel like Demi has as I feel like is a, a little rough, but yeah, I think, I think, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think some people are just like, who cares? Like, you know, I mean, right. I, I not in like a, a negative sense, like of like, it's just like, what does it matter? Like, why do I need to know 
Yeah. About Demi Lovato, what she wants to go by and stuff like that. It's like, you do you. I mean, I heard she's like in a new relationship now, right? She's dating some new guy or something. I think so. I don't know. She's, I don't know. Um, But let's get into a a little bit of some Kardashian-ish news. So Chloe and Tristan welcomed the birth of their second child via surrogate this past week. It was a busy week. For, uh, for you know, the devil known as Kris Jenner. Uh, her daughter, you know, Chloe and Tristan had this baby via surrogate, which that's still a whole drama because of the Tristan and everything like that. And then also um, there was the breakup between Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian after... After nine months of them dating, they're new. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the new season with, you know, their new their show on Hulu, what this looks like, because it comes out in like a month, I believe. And I know like Pete was going to have like a bigger presence in this season. So I wonder when he's still going to have a presence in the season. They're just like filming the finale now where it's like where they just like throw them into trash and move on, you know. Uh, But yeah, so that's the season finale, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, and there was a lot of things, like people were saying, you know, the different sources from them have How said that How could you not think that they did this just for the show? Promotion. I know, because part of me is all like, I wanted to believe it was partially real, because, like, I'm happy that Kim was having fun, but I also I'm sure think, she like, was, but, like... I- I think it got a little, maybe a little too serious. Yeah, maybe well, we know never. we know how so, this idiot like just falls in love with these. Yeah, and I, I mean, would too. Like, how how could you not? Like, I'm just saying. Like, he just it's an, Kim Kardashian. It's Kim yeah. Kardashian. It's Ariana Grande. Like, I would want to spend the rest of my life with them too. But dude, like, and this is talking <laughs> about a guy that's like blown it a bunch of times by being like, <laughs> "I love you" after like three dates or something like that. But like, you know. um, you know, that's just what it is, man. You just got to learn your lesson. But it seems like you learned nothing from Ariana Grande. I don't know. I mean. Well, some, And I got a little triggered because, like, one of the articles said that it was due to, like, their age difference, which he's 28 and she's 41. And I've had that exact age difference very recently. Mm. So, um, but, you know, another another run of the gambit for Kim and for Pete, it seems, but yeah, I mean, does- Pete will be fine. Like he's gonna be able to date hot girls for the rest of his life. He just, you know, is in his feels right now. But you know, V, on just like let's piggyback off that. What made you go yikes this week? So obviously, Kanye had to get in on this <laughs> news. <laughs> Good for Kanye. And Kanye posted in his way. He posted this art. This it looks like a front page of like the New York Times, and it said Skeet Davidson found dead August 2022. <laughs> and in the no, I didn't say found dead. I think it's like Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Yeah, yeah, or like it said something like that. And it in small print, it said like how a uh, kid could <laughs> so be supposed petty, to play at the dude. funeral, it's so petty. but because but but couldn't because of bottle throwing. Yeah, Kid Cudi was going to perform at the funeral but and I was scared like, of bottle honestly, throwers. Honestly, it definitely, it's, it's a little, it's a little tasteless. It's a little <laughs> tasteless. And it was going viral and like people were already making memes and stuff and Kim obviously is all like, stop, stop doing this. Like, stop doing this. And she was like begging him to take it down. He did eventually take it down. But like, After I know the there's obviously still some tension i don't know where their relationship lies because she was promoting some yeezy sunglasses they're gonna be fine like he's they got like four kids together like you know what i'm saying like and and he's still like one of the most successful and if she loves attention like she's always gonna go back there to get the attention like if she's Mm. not if her attention's losing over here 
Like, you know, because like Pete's overdoing movies and stuff and like he's about to come out with that the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And when I've been seeing promotions for it, it's like they're saying it's it's horny. So it's like he's over there like like hooking up with girls and stuff in the movie right. and they're not seeing each other. It's dying for them. So Kim can always go back to Kanye for attention and for publicity and all that stuff. Um, so... You know, and and to be honest, like maybe Kanye was saying like Skeet Davidson dead at 28 would just be like he's like he didn't say Pete Davidson. He said Skeet like, you know, maybe Skeet's finished like he's done calling him Skeet. He's done with the Skeet era. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like Kim's done with the Skeet era. But (laughs) you have to admit calling someone Skeet is hilarious. dude. (laughs) I know, but it's just like, it's just, it's, it's, it's at this point. It's like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, I was seeing reports like before the show that like, um, like Skeet was like going into trauma therapy now and yeah, stuff that's like the that. Thi- I think it's like, let's be a little. Well, I, I mean, dude, he might be playing his cards. Like he's, it might seem like a lawsuit. Like, I don't know. Is that a threat? I don't know if that's like a, I don't know, like libel or some type of lie. On Something people. like that. Yeah. People, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but there could be a lawsuit in the near future prediction here that, yeah. um, you know, Pete Davidson comes after Kanye and shit, but it would be really lame of him to do that. Like, you know, um, everybody's on Kanye's side for whatever reason, because we already knew that this wasn't going to be forever. For- I mean, I'm not really on Kanye's side, but I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, look at the comments. No one has pity for Pete. There's no pity for people. I, I mean, I feel bad. Like, I don't want like somebody who it like has the mental health history that Pete has to be like. But told- like, Pete was going at Kanye. He was like, "I'm in bed with your wife." That too. I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And Kanye has has mental health issues. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like you know, so but at least to, like at least Pete like medicates. Maybe they're trauma properly. bonding. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. All right. <laughs> All right, but um, yikes for sure. We'll just have to see what happens. I kind of want to go back and see like what we said about Pete and Kim the first time like we talked about them. Um, just to know that we like we were off the bat knew this wasn't gonna last at all. I know. I feel like for when we first were like we're like this can't be real. I'm like I guess it is. It's real, but yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was crazy. Um, well, V, you know I need to know. I just gotta know. Uh, well, let me think about it. What are you watching? I'm watching. I watched uh, Not Okay on Hulu, starring Zoe Deutsch um, and Dylan O'Brien um, and a couple other folks. And it's like kind of this whole she's an unlikable female protagonist, um, and she, you know, kind of makes up this whole big lie about being, you know, at the same place as a front of this France bombing, this Paris bombing. Mm. And it, it, it gets, you know, and then chaos ensues. And I really, I enjoyed it. It's definitely like a, a big commentary on like social media and like kind of like zillennial, like that weird millennial Gen Z crossover culture and stuff like that. Um, and it definitely was, it was a good watch. I enjoyed it. But Sai. Yes. What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching a lot, actually. Um, Looks like it. Yeah, I, I couldn't just like, you know, I was like, let me just put one. But like, no, I had to watch all these things. And um, there's still more that I wanted to watch. But um, American History X, it's a classic Edward Norton um, movie. If you haven't seen it, it's just 
an incredible movie. It's highly racist, like as far as like the content in there, but it's mm. just like an interesting storytelling of like him being like a white supremacist and going to jail and then coming out and like being reformed. And, you know, his little brother is now like involved in all this stuff and just like what ends up happening. And it's, it's an incredible story. Um, very high intensity, and um, it's just a, a, a great movie, I think. Um, so check it out. Um, I, I started, you know, wanting to start. I was so into Stranger Things this year, this latest season, that I've been really into the Duff Brothers. Duff, Duffer? Duffer mm. Brothers? Um, Duffer? Yeah, and hearing them talk and, like, you know, their influences for it and stuff. And I was like, you know, I do love that era of movies, like the 80s and all that stuff. I've seen a lot of them, but some of them I just never did because, like, it's hard to go back and watch old movies and appreciate them when you're a kid. Like, you know, like 80s movies when I was growing up between the 90s and 2000s, I'm like, I don't know. These just seem like old to me now and I don't really understand them. But like I was like, let me go back and watch. So I've been going back and watching like Alien and Aliens, which is the, pre- the sequel um, and the, like the Predator movies. Like they just came out with this new prequel to Predator called Prey. Which is really, oh, that's right. It's really good. It's on Hulu, so I recommend checking that out. I watched that, and then I watched this uh, Ben Stiller heist tower heist movie. It had Eddie Murphy in it and stuff, and it was pretty funny and good. Um, you know, wow. so some good movies to watch right now: American History X, Prey, and Tower Heist, and Aliens. If you haven't seen them, so um, V, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Yes, yes. This week's Slapper of the Week comes from Instagram marketing. I I was scrolling through Instagram and, you know, like they'd be showing you feeds of things and stuff yeah. that you want or might like or, you know, might be interested in. And this ad comes up for this guy named Jake Scott. And I, w- and I just like scroll past it. I'm like, oh, shit, that kind of sounded good. Like, that's how good, like my ear hears. Like I hear things like songs and it could be like for two seconds. I'm like, oh. And then I like actually went to Spotify and checked out the song and I've been listening to this song over and over again. It's just like got like a like punk rock type of feel like, you know, um, a little different than some music that's been coming out these days. But I really like the songwriting on it. The song's called She's Not You. Um, Essentially, it's just talking about how he's found like the perfect girl, like, you know, in every sense of the word. But um, it's just something's like, you know something's off and it's just because she's not this other girl that he used to like. So, um, you know, uh, saying like sometimes good is not good enough, you know mm. what I'm saying? So, um, an interesting, I love good songwriting and the song is a bop. So check it out. She's not you by Jake Scott available on the future bachelor podcast playlist, only available on Spotify. Search hey. and look for it. Um, so check it out. V what are your shout outs this week? I obviously wanted to shout out Sims again. Yeah, let's um, give him a round of applause. After. Great job. So proud of him. Proud of him, you know, making things happen. Uh, you know, shout out to you for being a great DJ. Oh, you did a great job. You. Per huge. Per huge. Appreciate that. And then I wanted to shout out uh, my girl Lexa for her birthday. And she's closing on her condo this week. So oh, a nice wow. double celebration for her congratulations um that's dope uh well i would like to give a happy birthday shout out to the homie brody james 
It's his birthday on Friday. We just put out a video um, earlier in the month uh, called Wake Up. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Check it out. It's um, it's a good song, good video. So, um, And then I wanted to shout out my nephew, Landon, a.k.a. Lava, for um, starting daycare. Um, he's going to be starting wow, daycare big boy. this week. So, um, you know, mom's uh, is kind of sad letting, like, you know, the bird fly from the nest and grandma you know won't have him every day um, right and it's going to be a lot of work you know with the back and forth but the little the little boy's growing up so um just want to shout out my my nephew because i love him um so yeah that's our our episode this week um i did do a, another change i forgot to talk about i cut my hair short uh, you did yeah i was growing it out long for a while and then i was you're really just, working on those curls too. I, yeah but you know doing that curly girl method baby <laughs> yeah sometimes you just gotta switch it up though you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's kind of nice i like not having to really worry about it i didn't really have to worry about it too much but um yes it is hot as hell like you know and i kind of like the shortcut right now so i'm feeling it you got to switch it up you got to switch it up um what do you what are you getting into this weekend this weekend for Lexa's birthday, uh, we're going to Dahlonega for like a day and a half. Like we're, we're going to do a little wine tour situation, hang out at a cabin. Uh, very chill, very low key, but it will be a nice way to celebrate her. And, uh, you know, the fact that she's d- turning a year older and uh, setting some like a little bit of roots in it with her condo so nice okay um well i think i will be what do i got going on um i don't really have much going on this weekend actually that's pretty nice i probably work on some music and just kind of try to get some more auditions um so that's kind of like my weekend it's been nice because like you know the last couple weeks and weekends like i've been traveling and stuff so um i love weekends where you can just kind of catch up on your life so that's going to be a weekend for me right um well good guys um we'll be back next week with the show with week six um of your favorite podcast recapping your favorite show um you know what it is man future bachelor my name is Cy. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye future bachelor podcast